0: they do this this doesn't make sense Um, why is it always looking like this we have been blessed as a people to survive and live with what we have that we've been given one of my challenges today that I challenge you with is stop existing and start living if you have the capacity that it takes to survive in the hood the ghetto the inner city you damn sure have the capacity that it takes to survive in the rest of the world. I am Mo Bogar, and there's always room for Mo. That means more improvement, more conversation, more music, and more opportunity. To survive in inner cities is something that so many of us have been blessed to do. The expectation in society, in this world, in this country has determined that you will forever be a second-class citizen if you come from the ghetto, the inner city, or the hood. That's not true. Not every position, every profession has to be an athlete or an entertainer. Mr. Donnie Hathaway, amazing singer, and we'll hear um, other additional amazing singers throughout the program today. I'll be here from 7 to 8 Central Standard Time and on Gasm Radio. You will learn there are amazing things that come out of inner-city struggles. Just to name a few. Inner-city sti- inner struggles bring amazing poetry. It brings amazing plays. It brings amazing play writers, um, amazing project managers, um, amazing moms and dads. It also brings attorneys, doctors, lawyers, nurses, dentists. We don't talk about those things. I think because society chooses to accept that we only have the capacity to sing in entertainment, dance, which we have that capacity to, to run with a ball in our hand, either throwing it, catching it, track and field, the things that society says that we have permission to be successful at. If you grew up or are currently in the hood, ghetto or inner city, you're surviving. You get from one place, your home, to your school every day. You go from your home to the bus stop in the middle of Drug Alley and you get home every day. That's surviving. My challenge again to you as an African American or just a person that lives in the inner city, don't just survive, learn to live. Just because you don't have a degree from some school, be it HBCU or be it any other Ivy League school, does not mean you don't have the capacity required to be a successful person. Success is defined by the individual creating a definition, not by society, not by your life that you live when you're in the inner city. If you go to school every day, there are kids that go to school every day with 4.0, 5.0 GPAs that society never talks about. The schools are full of them. There are kids that are so smart that they actually bust them from one school to another or they end up going to another school district because they have that capability. They want to be scientists. They want to be um, engineers, especially women of color. Y'all there's space for women of color engineers. Come on, y'all. Ford shows it on every commercial. Every car commercial or new car that comes out, you always see a black woman engineer. That's because those are the women that have the capacity to do that. On the other coin, on the other side, you know, this coin got a lot of sides, right? <laughs> on the other side, if you are a nonprofit organization, a church, a ministry, a pastor, I can't say you're succeeding in what you're doing in inner city. I can't say that you're failing. I just think it's not loud enough. I think society is louder than the ministries in inner city every day, everywhere. Every city has a ghetto. Frisco, Prosper, New York, Hollywood, Beverly Beverly Hills, you name it. The world makes everything else louder so that you can't hear the voices, the cries, the successes of inner city people. Inner city people are hell of a people. And yes, that's my definition. Hell of a people are people who can be shot, stabbed, abused, neglected, hated, treated horribly, um, working with what you have, learning to cook a meal out of what you've got. Taking a dollar and making it feed 16 people. Working together as a community and neighborhood. I got the meat. If you got the beans, I'll cook it. Having a block party. Everybody brings something so everybody can eat that night. Knowing the neighborhood drug abuser. The neighborhood drug abuser is not made fun of. His name is George. Her name is Michelle. They have identities. They're real people because they're part of the inner city family. When we help one another, we show the true unexplainable life of inner city success determining that you're going to stay in an inner city and simply exist is failure failure for the pastors failure for the politicians failure for the community failure for the moms and dads failure for people in position if you're a business owner why the price is so high and if that's your your store in your community Why do you rob it so much? Why do you tear it up so much? Why do you abuse the person behind the register that's just trying to make a living and provide for their family in the same inner city hood? This is the unexplainable as well. We're going to catch another song, and I'll be right back. This is Mo with Not Typical Church Folk.
1: Didn't make bail Got time and a story to tell Started when I was nine years old Woke up and daddy was gone I started hustling and they couldn't tell me nothing Fronting in the hood Trying to be somebody My soul was on empty I was searching for something Tried to be good Tried to keep from trouble Living too fast trying to make good on a hustle. Sometimes it get rough. Uh, coming from my up front, front. I've got hard Yeah I'm coming from my up Sometimes you got to walk to work. Yeah coming from my up front Sometimes you got to do a little job Yeah uh, from my up front Hey 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 What's been Guess I found it. Five foot three, like brown skin, coming from the university. Night nice style, looking kind of lovely. Didn't know she had much game. Down the ride out, even take the train, even take her to a poker game. Top notch fried chicken and sushi. trying to be good. Try to treat you like a lady. Try to be a friend. Turn back to you, what's she day? It's time to get lonely Coming from an up front, up what they seem to be i call
0: unexplainable meaning that you have the opportunity to do something with your life and you don't really know what that is but you're in the inner city all you see are the dark walls or some of the life that's going on in the inner city world but we have to also realize that um, as a ghetto or inner city or hood it's a great thing it's not always a negative thing you know well, I'm from the hood I'm from the inner city It's nothing wrong with that but we have to go from vic- victims to victors and what I mean by that is we survived there um the things that go on there are unexplainable if you haven't been in those shoes growing up in that type of environment you don't understand you don't understand why some people eat chicken feet y'all ever been in a barbecue pit and pull it up and take some meat in there and it's chicken feet they do it all the time that's something that they going to share but they s- not cooked just for them and their family but it's to help the other people in their community i think one thing that we uh where we fail is that we're not spiritual anymore. Um, in the hood, the one thing you could find is somebody on their knees praying. Grandma, Grandpa, the pastor, the ministry leader, they were actually keeping the community covered um, when it came to going through and enduring the things that you endure in the inner city life, from children to old people to the different things that, that are unexplainable. There's also the other side of the coin. Um, being explainable, meaning... Choosing the lower road when you have the option for the higher road. Majority of the time, I think, and this is my opinion, that people choose the low road because it's easy. Everybody's doing the low road thing. Nobody's doing the high road thing. Um, Choosing the low road is deciding, you know what, I'm going to make sure that only the church members come in the building. I'm not going to go into the community and talk to people out in the community. I'm not going to be responsible for what happens in my community. As a pastor, church leader, non-profit organization leader. You have to be accountable because again, if you're God appointed as a leader, then you have the capacity you need to lead. People that are not you, people that are not inner city people will never understand what it's like to grow up in the hood. They'll never understand what it's like to lose a family member in your arms or to have a parent to die and she has six kids and there's no daddy no way there's no daddy just mama now mama been working three jobs now she passes away how do you handle that now you're dispersed throughout 19 family members and then one baby brother's adopted away and you never see him again that's the kind of life that a lot of people in the inner city deal with but guess what we deal with it we have to choose to be victors over being victims. We have to choose it, because no one else will understand the responsibility and the role, and they'll never understand what it's like to be in those shoes, because it's absolutely unexplainable to someone who has not been there. Um, Every position there has not meant to be an athlete or an entertainer, which is wonderful people, you know, some of the greatest music, some of the greatest plays, um, Tyler Perry, one of my favorite people, you know, Donny Hathaway, but it's telling a story from an understandable way and presenting it to the world because if you're not there, you don't get it. Um, there's a book called Come On People, Um, that I used as one reference to read. It's in my personal collection. And it talk about on the path from victims to victors. What do we have to do as a nationality, as a people, to make life livable and happy in the inner cities of our communities? Every community has a hood. Every community has a ghetto. Or if you grew up in the inner city. um, I'm originally from Oak Cliff, Texas. And one thing I grew up with is nothing good comes out of Oak Cliff. I had somebody walk and tell me that. Um, You're not able to articulate. You don't know how to communicate. You don't have education. I don't have a degree, but I'm very educated. I have 31 years in HR, and I am an entrepreneur and a business owner. So that's a lie. But if I didn't hear people challenge me by telling me that nothing good comes out of my hood, I would have never shot for it and reached as high as I could. That is something my grandmother taught me. She said, you're in the inner city, but you're not of the inner city. Whatever happens to you, don't let it get in your bloodstream. Don't let it get in your system. Don't take it with you. Take the good stuff, the stuff that makes you fight and stay positive and help people. Take that with you, but don't take that negative life. Be accountable. Accountability is huge when it comes to inner city. There's a lot of people that aren't accountable for what they do. Um, I know it's hard. Uh, I'm African-American, I'm black, I get it, but is that an excuse to neglect your children? Is that that an excuse to not let your kids do their homework because now you're tired of having them at home doing home study because that's inconveniencing you. Now you can't smoke your weed in the living room because your kids in there, you got to be accountable. You mama, you daddy, no you can't. It's inconveniencing you. Well, I'm sorry, that's part of being a parent, but that's a part of growing your generation. That's growing the next family. That's growing the next extension for your legacy. And that's what we have to do to be accountable uh, in the inner city. Um, there are also two other topics that I want to bring up just shortly and briefly uh, before we bring in our guest at the end of the show. Um, inner city unexplainability. How in the hell do you survive Losing every family member by drug overdose, drug abuse, um, being shot. How do you survive mental illness? How do you survive um, domestic violence? Domestic violence is huge in the inner city. You know why? Two things, I think, in my opinion. um, As spiritual people, we fail. We don't make sure that spiritually that the individuals that are responsible for providing spiritual direction and growth um, are doing their job. If you're in leadership in ministry or in a pastor or in a Catholic church or whatever it may be, a rabbi, you're responsible for leadership. The community has to make sure that if you're not doing your job and providing for the community, why are you still sitting in that role? Um, We have a responsibility as a community to make sure that people that we place in position, be it political, be it professional, be it um, in religion or education, our teachers, our principals, we have to be responsible for making sure that they're accountable and we're accountable too. Um, the lives of our children is very important. The lives of senior citizens in the community, they're robbed. They try to walk down the street to get their groceries. They're afraid to come out. There's somebody that says they're going to take them to the store. They take their money. There's a lot that's, that goes on. It's unexplainable in the inner cities. But we, as people in the inner cities or in the hood, are responsible for one another. So with that being said, there's a book, Come On People, um, on the path from victims to victims victims to victors um i love that book i think it's a great book and it's it's very cut and dry so you might want to go check it out you know it's online with half price book because y'all know i don't pay full price for no book or you could download it through um kindle which is also an option with your iphone so again this is mo Bogar with not typical church folk and we're talking about hood ghetto inner city the unexplainable one more song y'all sorry, y'all get to hear that on Sunday, my bad. We're going to be here from 3 to 5 at Eargasm Studio. We're going to be doing Sunday Live with Renaissance 1965. That was a quick plug, y'all. <laughs> the actual topic is um, accountability. That was the last thing I spoke about with um, inner city and unexplainability. Um, but the next thing is a huge one, and I won't stay on it very long, depression. Um, I found I have a lot of books about black people. I just got a new book by about black depression with men. Um, I forgot about y'all brothers. Y'all the one that struggle. When society treats you bad, period, especially in the inner city, you bring it back to the black woman or to the woman who who turns around and feeds it off to her children. She either holds her children too tight or she gives her children exactly what her husband gives her. So that's a part of the high-level domestic violence that's found in the inner cities. Um, a book that I read and found some of my references, um, there's a lot of book on mental health, but are we really addressing the issue? No. We're really not. It's not even in the political platforms. Um, they mention it very seldom, but do we make them mention it? Do we make them address it? Do we bring it up? Do we push it? Do we have our small forums? We don't. So, again, you guys look for a small forum for Mo Bogart with mental health awareness and African-American or black women. Um, just black people, period. Can you imagine what it does to your mind in the inner city if you don't have a job or the job you got and the job you can't keep, but then you with your friends in the car, you were just drinking and smoking, having a good time as a teenager, but the car is and then the police is behind you but your friends know it so they stop the car they jump out take off you still in the back because you still high and drunk from having your fun now the police grabs you now you're incarcerated now you do five years now you come out to the concrete with an x on your back now when you left and all this happened you were 17 and you had two kids or one child and now they're grown. Now they have kids. So Now they're grown, and now they're doing what you did. Can you imagine being in prison and looking around and seeing your son's face or your daughter's face because you weren't there to help them because all oh, because you wanted to joyride that other cities can do, other kids can do, other nationalities can do it. Oh, yes, yeah, it's a joyride. They stole a car. Yeah, that's their first warning. No, it doesn't work that way. They took off running. You were the one that got caught. Now you're out and now you got to pay your restitution fees. Now you're on probation. So now you got to pee in the cup. But you get have to pee in the cup during the times of your jobs. You're lucky to do construction. They call you at noon. I need you in 30 minutes to come pee in this cup. Well, man, I'm at work. Your boss says, man, if you leave, that's it. I got somebody else who wants your job. You can't leave right now. What do you do? Do you leave and pee in the cup? Risk going back to prison? Or you walk off from your job? These are the things that a lot of people deal with in inner cities and in the hood um, when it comes to dealing with situations. You just set me up for a no-win situation, and it came with my skin color. So when you say black lives matter, think about not as fashion, think about it not as a trend, but real life. The only way to understand what it's like to be a black person to be another nationality or be a person, live in their shoes. Talk to people. Get to know somebody. I can talk to you six feet, but I can still talk to you. I can wear a mask and I can still talk to you. Don't read. Look at social media. Um, listen to certain people when it comes to being in black shoes or being a black person. It's hell being a black person. But I can't explain that to you. Growing up in the city is unexplainable. I have a mother that grew up in the third ward of Houston. The same lady raised me, the same lady raised her. She grew up, she raised us, me, in Oak Cliff. And then when I grew up in Oak Cliff, she told me, just because you in the ghetto doesn't mean the ghetto got to go with you. She had an expectation. You don't have to act this way. You don't have to look this way. You don't have to talk this way. You can be bold and stand up and be beautiful, but be a grown woman at the same time. You can also determine, you know what, if what you're doing only affects you, you're doing it wrong. If what you're doing affects other people in a positive way, you're doing it right. Now they're not gonna like you. They're not even gonna understand. But keep doing it. Do it your way. Real, help them to realize that there's more than just the hood. There's more than just hood be ta- behavior. There's more than just hood mentality. We have account- be accountable for yourself. Um, mental awareness, mental health. That story I just told you about a young fellow. That's a real, it really happened to somebody I know. Now he ended up ultimately with three strikes on his back. Now. He works construction when he's in between drug houses. But he always finds time to call me, text me. What's up, sis? What's up, cuz? What's going on? From the age of eight, he was molested from eight to 12 by his mama's boyfriends. His mama was told by him that he was being molested. She said, well, you're going to have to go. So he left. At the age of 12, he left at 12, had to raise his own self, got in with hustlers, got in with people that were surviving. That's what the game is in the hood and inner city, surviving. We have to learn to be victors. We come from kings and queens. We can do this. We have to live life outside of what everybody else gives us. We have to have our own environment and understanding to what God has called us to do. This is very important for our mental strength. Mentally, if we think we're all in it by ourselves or we next to a woman or a man that's going through the same thing and we don't communicate with each other, it feels like we're by ourselves. Domestic violence, She every time he beats her, I'm gonna call, even though she gonna go back, but I'm gonna call every time. That's my job, because I care about her. I care about her kids. I even care about him, because I don't even know what's going on with him. But, oh, every t- I'm not gonna call on Mo, because every time, he we, he does something she, she just lets him do it and it keeps going that's not what your job your job is to report it every time every single time but if you think about what you're required to do and what God calls you to do we all going to do it wrong it's obvious that's why the hood is so tight and so packed with one nationality mental health awareness is affecting everybody children, adults uh, men, women and we always have to be aware of what that feels like I know I know what that feels like it's it's very difficult it's very hurtful people don't understand people try to say oh she just having one of them days that's not it if you know my story you would know that how it was a blessing to be sitting in this spot talking on the radio about inner city and what things are going on in our communities and things that we have to be responsible for ourselves. Stop waiting on other people to give us what we need for us to be victors. We're already victors. God gave victorious. God gave us everything that we need. We just got to share it amongst one another. The book that I was reading is called Real Talk for When There's Nowhere to Go But Up, Black Pain. It just looks like we're not hurting. We're very good at camouflaging life. Um, That's a part of the unexplainable. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, I just wanted to make sure that this show reflected that conversation um, in the way that I wanted it to reflect. Um, A lot of times it's unorthodox. Uh, That's kind of who I am. That's that's the way. Do it how you want to. Uh, But God calls me to do everything that I do. Um, so we've talked about accountability. We talked about the music. We talked about fashion. Um, speaking of fashion, do y'all realize that every fashion that is in these ma- are in the magazines right now came from the inner city fashion, from hood fashion—the hat to the side, the sagging pants, the big pants, the high heel shoes, the high heel sneakers. We have people that are designers in our inner city areas. The fashion that other people pick up on, we're not getting paid for. Why not? It's our fault. Stop existing and start living. Go get yours. If I designed it, go to that local lawyer who's in your community who can help fight with you. Hey, I designed this. Somebody got this from me. Okay, what do I need to do? Keep fighting. Don't give up. Depression is big. Schizophrenia is huge with young people. Autism is, is huge, more of a medical side versus mental, but everything has a mental side. We have minds. Um, spiritually, Churches, you're failing. Pastors, you're failing. Believers, we're failing. We're supposed to tell the world about who God is and let them know, let us all know that we have a spiritual connection. And without God, we can't get there. Without God, we won't get there. Transparency is important. I expect a pastor to behave as a pastor. I don't want to hear what God forgives us all. The minute you say that, I don't want to be a part of your congregation. I prefer not typical church folk. People who believe in God, who are spiritual people, who pour into other people, who educate what God can do, where to get your sources, what the Bible's for, so that you can continue to be a super person, to be an amazing person, and pour into other people. So, again, not typical church folk. I don't have to be a part of a church. I don't have to be a part of a ministry. I just have to be a part of what God is calling me to do. So, again, We've talked about a lot of amazing things that are unexplainable in the inner city. God put on my heart to talk about the hood, the ghetto, the inner city. My grandma says this, and I'm going to put it on a T-shirt, so make sure y'all read it. You live in the ghetto. You're not of the ghetto. Don't take it with you. That means that she knew one day we would get out of it, and that's the things that she thought as well. My family was blessed, a lot of us, to get out of it. But honestly, a lot of us forgot those that are stuck in it who don't know how to get out or just need one shot to get out. And they don't have to be an athlete or an entertainer to do that. One more song, y'all. One more topic. And then Mr. Renaissance on his way. Darkness, y'all remember that song? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm a little funky over with that. One. I was in the darkness. That was about fucking uh, you know, up your dreams or, or whatever, whatever. it was. But it was a mental. You were taking something to survive. It was like, so, um, I love that song. Y'all, I like the old song, songs. It kind of goes with my when voice. You know. This is Long tail, but maybe That's why everybody was
2: so We're talk about that. You've been slipping into darkness. Pretty soon you're gonna pay.
0: That's the one thing that I can Yeah! say say Oh. uh alleviate poverty, helping without hurting the poor hurts and yourself. You make people dependa- depend on you uh, and your family, depend on you, the individual, instead of teaching someone how to fish. Um, people talk about it spiritually and biblically, but that's not something that I have the capacity to do right now. I don't think that's the way I should pretty much say it. Uh, foundational concepts for helping without hurting. Hurting is when you um, are not honest with the individual or you determine that this is not something that I want to um, allow them to fall and learn from. Um, If someone does something and they get incarcerated, it's not the fact that, I'm going to keep you from getting incarcerated. I'm going to teach you how to bounce back after you get out of incarceration. To me, that is teaching the person how to fish or making the person accountable. So this book, again, I'm going to have a picture of the book on the um, on the different locations, where I am, Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, it, it gives you... Different steps and different things to reflect on about. Yes, you want to help those that need you, but teach them how to help themselves. Um, sometimes you can spread yourself so thin helping that you're unable to even help yourself along, even help or uh, even help them. Uh, it becomes a very limited um, opportunity that you have to grow, help grow the individual um, financially. Sometimes you have to say no to people who expect you to always get them out of financial trouble, because they've put, them, put themselves into financial trouble, like the stimulus checks. I know people that spent their stimulus checks, now they're trying to get EBT <laughs> and get back in the position they were in before they even got the stimulus check. Now the people that saved them or helped them are giving them money, um, yet again, to get them out. Uh, to me, th- that's what this pretty much says in a nutshell uh, for me is that don't enable the person. I teach them how to fish to get their own fish. Be there to help them, but don't allow them to feel like relief and rehabilitation comes from you instead of God. They have the same connection to God that everybody else um, has. So when you have good good intentions are not enough, that's great, but I need you to follow through. I can guide you and support you, but I won't do it for you. To me, that's when you say, you know what? If you want to get out of this inner city situation, what strategic plan do you have? I'll help you develop the plan. We can do it together, but I won't get you out. No, I won't. It takes that sometimes to keep your own sanity. If you can provide for yourself and you have extra, that's important. But if you can't provide for your family and you're giving financial or time, financial um, support and time to someone or a community, make sure you take care of you first because if you don't take care of you, how is how are you going to be able to help them? Um, don't give false hope. Keep it real. Be transparent. Help them understand if you continue to do this. Now, I, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not judging you for having an X on your back. Okay, that's great, but what's your resume look like? Do you still smoke? Can you, can you take a drug test? If you can't, let me know. Do you want a license? So help them build strategic plans. Don't just think you have the answer for buying them or helping someone out of poverty or inner city challenges because it's not going to work. You're going to fall just like them, and you're not going to be able to help the people God's called you to help. So again, final, my final topic. Well, let me say my final point to this topic. I'm going to get it right, y'all. Again, this is Mo Bogart with Not Typical Church Folk, where there's always room for Mo. Um, coming up, I'm going to make my last point, and then coming up we have Mr. Renaissance 1965, who's going to have a show this weekend. Um, it's going to be at the Eargasm Studios from 3 to 5. It's Sunday Live with Renaissance 1965. The man plays a xylophone, and no, there's not a Z in front of that. My last point, love. The one thing that we don't have in our community, in inner city, is a whole lot of love, love from family, each other. And that's where we had to remind people that black lives matter because love is something that's not available in the inner city. So again, that's very little in my opinion. It's less, let me say say it this way, let me correct that. It's less than what we should have. But there is love. And there are families that have moms and dads there. So the challenges are unexplainable. The challenges are things that you can't explain to the world about being an inner city person. You'll never understand because it's unexplainable. You've never been in their shoes. But at the same time, being the person that can help the best you can, respect the life of inner city, do what we can as individuals on the outside of inner cities inner cities are everywhere if one person every person would do their job meaning that put in the seed that God gave you to put into whomever in the inner cities we'll all understand each other and we'll all grow so with that being said I hope you've enjoyed the show this is Mo Bogar with not typical church folk and where there's always room for mo this weekend, Mr. Renaissance 1965 is going to be playing on the Xylophone. And then, of course, Mo slash Isla Jace. She will do spoken word, and I call it poetry because I don't don't slam too rough. Um, We'll also have from three to five. um, It will be once a month for the rest of the year at Eargasm um, Studios. And we also give a shout out to the executive producers. We thank you guys so much for working with us and helping us grow and build. So, again, Mr. Renaissance 1965, I'm going to give it to you, sir. Thank you guys for supporting and tell your friends so I can get some more likes, y'all. And follow me.
1: Face the hardest times you could imagine.
2: And many times her eyes fall back the cheek, Lord, Lord. And when her useful world was about to fall in, each time I slender the shoulder.